this Halloween, you never know what's coming up. Even on Halloween? Especially on Halloween. I don't know what's coming up. Oh, my God. Look what came up. Can you believe it? 48 minutes of dogs barking. 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 Growl. Growl. 48 minutes of dogs barking. 48 minutes of dogs barking. Hey, it's 48 Minutes of Dogs Barking. My name is Jason. This is Brian. Hey. Our special guest tonight joins us from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. He is CEO of Easy PR, a global tech and PR agency. He's written two books on the business of PR. This is how you pitch and fire your publicist. He's written for Deadspin, Scientific American, Business Insider, The Atlantic, and so on and so forth. He writes the newsletter, Where's Your Ed At? And he is the host of the new podcast, 15 Minutes in Hell. Please welcome four-time returning champion, your favorite and mine, Mr. Burnt Nerner himself, Ed Zitron. Ed, how the hell are you, buddy? What's up? What's up, YouTube? <laughs> hey, everybody. It's... Uh... The Edzitron channel, yeah. It's speedy in the wave and uh, <laughs> like fucking the 16 year old Gen Zia who is worth $72 million somehow. <laughs> I don't understand that shit. I don't that understand. Me. I would say it was unfair if my life wasn't already stupid. So, yeah. 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 I can't really complain. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know why I was, I just went into podcast host mode. Because no, that's no, fine. Let's start leading the conversation. Oh boy, yeah. It's like when you're walking around someone else's home and you start leading for some reason. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, the bathroom's over here. And you're like, no, it's not actually. <laughs> stop <laughs> pissing in the washer. <laughs> I only do that when I'm really, really upset. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> they need to put up fell away for you. But for you, it's fell away. Two L's, yeah. <laughs> So, Ed, this week, uh, uh, Israel has broken so many brains online, and okay. it's just, it's insane. Um, some of the stuff you see, like an angry McDonald's customer <laughs> saying the Jews control the McChickens. What? Yeah, so this this McDonald's customer posted a TikTok where they had a problem with their McChicken. Right, of course. Well, the the problem was... The McChicken came in a blue and white wrapper. So she goes in, she, she notices the blue and white packaging. She goes in and, and asks the, the person at the desk, why is it blue and white? Do you support Israel? <laughs> and, the, and the employee is just baffled. I don't know what the hell. What? I, this, is just, this is just an old wrapper. What do you mean? And it's an, a minute and a half of this woman haranguing this guy. What, I mean, what are they angry about? Are they angry about... The fact that it's Israeli? Apparently, they're angry that the McChicken uh, is, is Israeli-coded, yeah. <laughs> and they think that it's like the official sandwich of the IDF. I don't know. <laughs> so wait, but I'm confused as to what their issue is. Is their issue that like McDonald's is woke now? Like I, I guess I guess <laughs> it, it goes like part and parcel with the, the Zionist McChicken conspiracy. I, Wait a minute. There's I'm a also not familiar with that one. I don't know either. I, I think this is just someone whose brain has been coated in fluoride <laughs> and could no longer make a coherent thought from all of the uh, ivermectin 
They've right. been eating. Yeah, they've been mm, just yummy. By, by the tube full. Right That's into the good the, stuff. Know. Oh, yeah. You know it's good because they give it to horses, and horses are expensive. <laughs> it's apple flavor. <laughs> yes, so. they are. Yeah. Uh, sta- stable fees? Get out of here. It's, it's, it's more expensive than owning a boat. <laughs> Which, of course, you need to keep your horse on. So. <laughs> Where else is he going to sleep? I mean, come on, guys. My horse is very picky. He it loves the only, water. It can, it can, <laughs> I need a 40-footer with a, a 600 horsepower, uh, eight-valve in line. Because that's that's where he feels safe. Had to reupholster <laughs> the, uh, the interior because it was a little, quote-unquote, dated for the horse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's actually horse, a huge prick. He was insisting on getting all Zeiss lenses for the cameras. He's just very, you know, (laughs) he needs mono price cables for some reason. Like you got him Amazon Basics ones. He's like, no, (laughs) take these back. Actually, don't take these back. He just throws them into the ocean, which is impressive because he does not have opposable thumbs. No. Oh. Well, he throws them with his mouth. Yeah. That, that makes more sense in this sensible, <laughs> otherwise rational example we've come up with. Everything we we're talking about was feasible <laughs> until that moment, at which point, yeah. really just uh, <laughs> jump to the shark, which the horse can also do. <laughs> that is the, the woke Mr. Ed reboot that we're going to get next year on Max. <laughs> it would be MX Ed. <laughs> He's a. B-I-P-O-C. Yeah, yeah, of course. Comes out with a Palestinian flag on the first episode. <laughs> More Israel madness, of course, uh, spreading further and further. MLBshop.com put up this ad, and this was an ad I also saw on Facebook, but I did not get a screen grab of it. This one, I'm Bill Ray did. Thank you, Facebook. This will be the perfect way to show my MLB fandom. Uh, it's a snapback with uh, the Israeli flag on it. <laughs> now... To be fair, and I'm giving the slightest bit of fairness here. Okay. There were a couple pre MLB teams way, way back in the day that had something like the Star of David as like their logo. Yeah, I do not think this is that. This is not I that. I really don't want to look as to why they have that logo, though. <laughs> I don't know. Based it's... on the fact that baseball's been around quite a while and that yeah. traditionally our people have had. That the star of David put on things for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Gotta wonder if that was baseball being nice or naughty. I think this was a nice thing. I think this no, was that's, like that's good. I'm sorry. The modern thing is, but if there's an old team that had it, I would be worried. That one, yeah, that's where you're well, in the questionable yeah. area. Yeah. Like, well, I just like, I don't think back in what the 30s or 40s they were like, oh, we've got to make sure, <laughs> got to make sure yeah. people know Jews are on this team for a good reason, like because they because they yeah. love them. Like <laughs> this is listed at MLB Shop as men's new era blue Israel baseball 2023 world baseball hat. So I mean, it is yeah, like, the, like the, the word new era in there is uh, hitting a little different. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh man, <laughs> we're getting ourselves into some. Oh man, ruddy water. Oh boy. <laughs> Here's a fun one. Uh, Greta Thunberg. You're familiar with uh, Greta Thunberg, the uh, the autistic young lady, a bit of a climate activist. Well, she posted a photo with a bunch of friends and her holding a sign, "Stand with Gaza." And then over her shoulder there is one of these octopus oh, toys. God damn! I fucking just want to fucking just. God, you know where this is going. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. This fucking shit. I saw this shit and I was just like, 
How goddamn dare it. Like, fucking... Right. It's absolutely maddening. Yeah. yeah, because they're saying, oh, well, it's a, it's an anti-Semitic trope. It's like, no, that's a thing for autistic people. You're... Come on, man. It's a fucking <laughs> octopus, you idiots. <laughs> Jesus fucking... Cr- well, not in our case, but... Right, uh, but... <laughs> I agree. I, I'm I'm with you on this one. It's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Any depiction of an octopus or a squid is, you know, uh, automatically anti-Semitism. Just watching so- uh, the Penguins of Madagascar movie where John Malkovich plays an octopus called David Octopus and just fucking losing it. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Is this John Malkovich movie? is Jewish. What? <laughs> right, like Is what the hell? I actually did not pre-check that. We don't, we don't do any fact <laughs> checking on the show. We're just gonna do, do a little bit of live fact checking here on the pod. <laughs> he was born. He's from Montenegro. Oh, I didn't oh. know that. Yeah, it's just, just he was born in a tax haven. Right. <laughs> do you think he was born as like a, a gosh? A tax he uh, he really wanted to get the one of the most advantageous passports real early. <laughs> Gotta have it. Go where you're treated best. I actually do not know. I thought he was, but I cannot find... I just believed that for a while. Sure. I, I'm Let's not sure that. who to apologize for. To that for <laughs> myself. I'm always apologizing. No need for that on this show. No, no, that's not what we do here, lads. We don't, yeah, as I was say, we, we, don't, we don't do this. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that really caught my eye is, was the ad campaign, Hamas Redefines Evil. Ed, have you seen these? No. <laughs> it is uh, Thanos and cool. Voldemort. Cool. Yeah, w- looking at their cell phones. Yeah, I, I just, in my mind, in my mind, I just feel like Voldemort's being goatseed or tub girled by Hamas. Yeah, yeah. They like, he's just seeing a gross picture and it's like Beacock or something. Right. The, the like... Thanos one, the Thanos one gets me because it's like, what did it cost? Half a Gaza. Was oh. it worth it? <laughs> it's just God, it's ridiculous just, yeah they're yeah it, oh boy somebody also did one of course with our our new favorite billy from saw the puppet is the puppet called billy the, pu- the puppet the is little called puppet billy. with the 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 swirly cheeks yeah is called billy and this is called jigsaw jigsaw is the guy who controls the puppet oh fucking hell <laughs> yeah oh, i know it. i know it's labyrinthine we we've talked about saw god the past i've never month seen or these so. goddamn movies but i thought the puppet was called jigsaw no <laughs> so so the guy who's doing all the killing that's jigsaw the puppet is named billy just of all these people you decide the fuck billy? with you decide the fuck with israel yeah i know billy the, the, billy. the least threatening name yeah that billy you possibly have for that puppet. name that stan gets called by his grandfather in fucking south park <laughs> yeah 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 hey billy <laughs> yeah i don't remember things i need to remember but i do right. remember that S- same here i couldn't remember my phone number the other day and I've had the same phone ever for 20 years. Damn, that's uh, so good. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it fucking hit me. I was like, oh. Sweet. What is my note? That's when you know. That's when you know shit's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so everything's going right. It's like when, you're, when your grade school teacher asks you like what your address was. And, and you're you like, just blank. I have oh. no fucking phone. But that's, but that's you as an adult. Then you right. say, th- I love you instead of thank you. <laughs> <laughs> call, next thing you're going to actually call your boss mom. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> well, that's, that's a good one. I don't know, like if that, like if that one happens, but I'm now going to assume it does. <laughs> well, my boss is is a woman that's like a couple years older than me, so I mean, that's my boss not is outside. my mother. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is not outside the realm of possibility that I will now, because it's been implanted in me by Brian, that I will now do that on some You're random like, the fuck up. Slack channel. Yeah, it's just it's gonna happen. Uh, but this this whole thing of like Hamas redefines evil and it's all these villains from like horror movies and Marvel shit where it's like, yeah, OK, I get what you're doing, but it's fucking Reddit brain. Stop this. This is not even Reddit brain. It's like Reddit in 2012 brain. Yeah, that's like hot topic brain. Yes. OK. It's not even like relevant, certainly not trenchant in insight. It's just like these guys bad and these guys bad, too. I mean, yeah. like, if we're really going to get technical about it, we've got Thanos and we got Voldemort in this case. Right. Which of those resembles Israel and which of those resembles Palestine? We really want to break this one. I really want to fucking think <clears throat> about that one for a second because I'm going to say that the one that organizes a special <laughs> school for a noxious purpose, <laughs> claiming that he's doing good in the world, but is in fact the one that's doing bad in the world and actually trying to undermine the existence of another people specifically to acquire a honest to god having watched the harry potter movies and read the books not sure what his actual goal was in the end cannot remember anyway one of those is israel one of those is Pal- palestine are here i was about to say palestine just to get rid of muggles which yeah. is good. sure rl stein uh, rl stein hey crass and bros they died time. they were killed in a boat accident <laughs> <laughs> This is, I'm, I'm hearing this for the first time. You're I got, in, I got in a lot of trouble the other day because I wrote about this uh, <laughs> NFT, this NFT thing called Doodles, which is oh, just, yeah. it's exhausting. And I went in their Discord and I said, so the main character in it is called Hap, and I said, tragic news: Hap has been killed in a car accident. <laughs> 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 no one responded for hours, and then so I was just like, "Shut up, Bellend." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> that's fucking perfect. Like, I love why that. are you offended? Or so like, this doesn't oh, mean no, anything the, to you. The Adventure yeah. Time ripoff I love that I paid two thousand dollars for for some reason. <laughs> Someone said he died in a driving his Ford Escape over the Verrazano Bridge. <laughs> I assume Hap lives in Staten Island or commutes to New Jersey from there. Like, it's a rich lore behind Doodles. <laughs> the fact that that might be true, I have no idea. I'm not gonna look this up. So, yeah, I, I, oh, he does. I do not know. I just can't. <laughs> I'm also hearing this for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's all new to me, man. I don't know. Can you imagine if Trump was in power right now? The shit he would be saying. He would say Trump something anti-Semitic steals. almost immediately. He would just yeah. he would claim something about <laughs> Jewish people that was so outlandishly untrue that no right. one like he would somehow have a bipartisan force against him for the first time in his political career. They sleep at the bus stop, folks. Have you ever she wouldn't eat horseradish? Do you love this stuff? <laughs> yeah, it's something. It's not even something like offensive. Just like very. Yeah, just just. Something they won't take stupid. the bus. They refuse to take the bus, but they love to sleep there, don't they? Folks? They shake hands for too long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, very long, very wet handshake. Like, <laughs> just folks, folks, you've ever had their weekend stew? Not good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? the wine is not very good. <laughs> you think you think wine from stolen land would be delicious? But it's not. 
Many of them, they say, they support, they support woke causes, but the gem, the wine is called Manischewitz. <laughs> it's just like this really confusing ramble. I mean, like that is that is the that's the Trump special, really. It's the very confusing oh, yeah. tangent like, that at the end of it, you're like almost unsure if he knows what he means because you certainly don't. Yeah, because you're like, I kind of followed like half of that. I don't. Yeah, it's like your friend, your friend who's really drunk, but very in like <laughs> very drunk, but like has something really wrong, but it's not obvious what it is. So you're like, uh huh, yeah, they they did that, I think. Uh, just like tr- <laughs> hanging on to the po- like a like a detective. Yeah, you're trying to pull that thread Piece together. Like, okay, but- why why it is they're angry at Bobby? <laughs> that fucking Bobby man, he fucked me. He fuck- okay, yeah, well, why? <laughs> that, oh, really? He's, you know, he did this, right? He did this. Uh-huh, yeah. He took my ICP <laughs> took, yeah, yeah. Took, <laughs> took the ice out of the fridge. What? Okay. Uh. And then he kicked it under the fridge, that son of a bitch. Yeah, just, I don't know, what the hell. <laughs> Kicking the ice under the fridge. That's the old uh, Jesse Farrar special. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, uh, speaking of uh, the, the GOP and Trump and all the nonsense going on there, the Virginia GOP, apparently so desperate for any kind of edge in House District 57, they are now, and this is real, they are now sending through the mail porno. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, one of the uh, yeah, Democrats... That's interesting. Let's hear them out. So one of the people running against their candidate in uh, District 57 out there in Virginia... Suanna Gibson did some work on OnlyFans. She was an OnlyFans mouse. She did some porno. And so now the thing that they're doing is they're sending out in these big envelopes that say, like, do not open if you're under the age of 18. Warning, explicit material. Uh, But then it says paid for by the Republican Party of Virginia, Inc. (laughs) Cool. Okay. (laughs) And so apparently they're sending out stills from her her porno work and be like, this is who's going to be... Representing you in the in the district, you know there's going to be a good amount of people who are like, nice. Yeah, just like I would be sick. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Well, thanks right, thanks got... for letting me know. <laughs> wow, I feel like uh, I'm a really informed uh, okay, voter yeah, now. I've been, I'm going to take a closer look. I got to inspect this really. I, I gotta, uh, I'm yeah. doing my own research. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to let the lamestream media order me around on this one. I gotta get into the guts of it. And you've been on the show. We've talked about Elon Musk at length. Uh, who? But yeah, <laughs> but really uh, good man. You know the guy. You know that one guy. It does the thing. You know, the guy who does tunnels. Oh yeah, yeah. You've got to choose something that's like real, that like technically true, but they are not absolutely not known for. Like yeah, by the, the flamethrower guy. <laughs> like, yeah, the one who made that tequila. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah, like the old, like the Rock. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What's yeah, he been exactly. up to? Exactly like The Rock. So so an account, a verified account on Twitter, I'm never calling it X, fuck that. I've written like 40,000 words since he's renamed it. I just won't do it. I just no. like, still call it Twitter. Like, fuck that. And I got to give a special props to your latest one, by the way. The latest, where is your head at? It's called Junk Bond Trader. Anytime that you can combine an Elliot Smith reference and dunking on Elon, I'm there. Well, someone actually got annoyed at me for that. They were like, you really? cover Elon Musk too much. And it's just like, mate, you don't pay me for this. Don't make... Right. <laughs> <laughs> I even deliver it to your inbox. Like, fucking yeah. hell. 
What do you want from me? Suck you off while I'm there. If I have to, I will. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like this very elaborate conversation. They have. To, you want me to marry you? I'll marry you. Come into your house. Give me an uh, address. <laughs> I want to thank. Thank you personally, with my mouth. All right. So <laughs> it was my special doll, Billy. So, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if they're gonna come out with a Billy the Puppet flashlight. I would put money on it. It's already out there. I'm sorry. How annoyed I, would you be if you were like getting your business cut off because in a, a macabre series of events done for the entertainment of a sick man, and then you find out the guy doing it, it like the the doll is called Billy? Oh, I'd be so pissed. Fuck yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you want <laughs> at least do me in with a cool sounding puppet called like the eviscerator or something. Yeah. The or even Jigsaw. Jigsaw's creepy. That what a weird yeah. name. Oh, murdered by Jigsaw. That sounds good. Murdered by Billy. It's like five nights at Freddy's. Again. Oh. If that's yeah. how I, I don't even know what happens there. There's some teddy bears, they don't look good. Yeah. It's actually that's that's <laughs> gone into a Donald Trump. Here. I don't like it though. Folks. Folks are spending <laughs> way too much time at Freddy's. They called it the bite of 87. The, it was the worst reiterating thing. on it, and, and I just don't get it. Now I'm sounding like Jimmy from South Park. Yeah, it's Jimmy per- from South Park or Joe <laughs> Biden. Like, yeah. You got out there, you got to get out there, you see this, this teddy bear. You don't look good. Angry little teddy bear. You serving your pizza and ice cream. Is that what happens this Five Nights at Freddy is some sort of pizza scenario? I don't know if you're familiar with it, but there was a series of pizza restaurants in the Midwest in the 80s and 90s called Showbiz. Now, Showbiz was a big deal. That's where the idea kind of originated. There was a... I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the name The Rockafire Explosion. I mean, I am not. Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Yes, what, I'm familiar uh, with that Showtime one. Showtime strange. Showbiz was the other one, and Showbiz had an animatronic band called the Rock of Fire Explosion. Okay, that and, makes sense. And so the band would play whatever pop hits of the 80s were, and then, then they'd come out and they'd do like, oh, it's your birthday, here's your, here's your pizza, here's your thing. It was the exact same thing as Chuck E. Cheese, called Showbiz. It shut down because uh, Chuck E. Cheese got too big, and, and they started just like taking over. And also I imagine the rat, rat robot music market is not... Huge? Yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah. a diminishing. It's not what it used to be, deal. folks. Yeah. It's, it's not one where there's going to be longevity. You don't need two places to go for that. <laughs> no, you do not. Uh, and so all the the Rock of Fire things got repurposed into Chuck E. Cheese animatronics. But somebody who worked on that video game went there, got freaked out by the animatronics, and made this whole video game series about what if those animatronics. Uh, were nasty little goblins who killed people. That's the whole thing. I still think the best version of it was done with Nicolas Cage. It's called Willy's Wonderland. It was the same concept, but it's got Nicolas Cage in it. So, <laughs> it's, gonna watch it, he one. doesn't. He speaks like two lines the whole entire movie. As yeah, well. and it's great. It's it's <laughs> he's really he's really working an angle there. That reminds me, but I've decided that when I want to ruin my life next, I'm going to go on Twitter and talk about Mandy. I'm the only person alive who didn't love it. No, you I'm the only person alive who had a bad experience with Keanu Reeves. So, I mean... You're not, because I actually... On Something Awful, there's a, a, a Halloween horror movie thread, and, and somebody was bitching for, like, two whole pages about Mandy. Uh, and so, uh, you're not the only one. <laughs> Dang, that, guy, that guy tried to commit suicide. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he definitely... M- really dodged a bullet i kind of thought he was going to eat some probes but uh nothing nothing happened to him yeah i enjoyed mandy 
I don't love it like I, I don't love it like people did, but like it was fun. I enjoyed it. I, that's the one thing I would not describe it as. I just didn't have a good time. And I realize that's not the point, but I can have a good time watching like a, I was grim, gonna say. Fuck, a grim fucking movie. But it just like, I really like the weird cult shit. I thought that, that was like, that was like a fucking scary horror movie thing. That was real. I was really, mm-hmm. I was like, this is an interesting movie. I like how it's filmed. I mm. like how like they're setting up these bad guys to be truly awful. Like, I loved how claustrophobic it felt. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes this weird monster movie. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I get why people would enjoy that. I just got to, I'm like, these two bits don't seem connected. If they did, I would probably like it. Yeah, but there, I can there see was that. Just, I just felt like the movie fell apart in this very extreme way. And then the only people I saw talking about it were those people who write movie titles in all caps. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, no. It feels like you're coming for me on that one. Uh, <laughs> do you do that? Why do you do that? Maybe you can answer me why people do that. Is there a reason? I think it's just a, an old-timey holdover from print media from when you would have to do it in order to kind of get into the AP style guide. I don't know that that's the style guide anymore for, for AP, but that used to be for a while. Yeah, I was taught I, in my first job in public relations they gave me an AP style book. I learned it pretty well, and then the moment I didn't have to use it, I actively ignored the parts of it. I actually like, <laughs> sp- like almost went out of my way to not follow style. Yeah. And then eventually I would have to use it again. I'm like, shit, I actually needed that for some reason, didn't I? God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'll dig through the trash for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I keep it around every once in a while because, yeah, the style guide has actually changed too. So, like, the old one did say, you know, anything like that is all caps. Well, now because you can do italics a little bit more easily, now that's going to be an italicized title. Which makes sense. Can italicize you things can on social media. You can italicize things on Twitter if you pay for Twitter Blue so your posts can get formatted like a fucking front page page. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so your posts can look completely terrible. Yeah. <laughs> in a way that makes the website look completely incoherent. In a, even the most dog-brained designer would look at that design and say, damn, Elon, that's colossally fucking stupid. Why in the world would you do that, Elon Musk? <laughs> and he goes, it's epic. It's so, it's so epic. So I'm sure you've seen, speaking of Elon, the <laughs> Cybertruck photo where the guy apparently shot it up with, uh, with some gun. sort of Tommy oh, gun. I thought like, that was a made-up thing. I'm going to watch that right now. Gonna... The, the account is at Teslanomics. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking epic. Okay, so this is like this is very weird. Like, what caliber rifle was that? Like, well, that's what I was saying. Like, it's got to be like a twenty-two or something. That, this can't be. Yeah, that, that's with... not. That doesn't make. Even if it was this ultra-powerful truck. Okay, so that's the side of it. Who shot this fucking truck? Also, isn't that a crime? Are you not meant to fucking just unload a gun into a car? You're not meant to just let a firearm off. Yeah, fucking get. You're not meant to just unload your rifle willy-nilly, higgledy-piggledy, and so on and so forth. I think that's the beauty of America is that you can sometimes get yeah, away with well, shit like so, this. But also, what kind of fucking <laughs> Yeah, I got myself this? a Tesla truck. Yeah, I don't don't shot up. Look at that motherfucker. Look. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be actually the coolest thing that's happened with Tesla. But on top of that, right. okay, I now have a lot of problems. You got me thinking about this. So this is one of like the what three Cybertrucks out there? 
I think there's a couple dozen right now. Okay, there's a couple dozen of these. So your first thought is, I'm going to shoot at it right. with a gun. <laughs> a little fun fact here is that apparently a lot of them are uh, not recharging. Oh, no, no. So they're being, towed, they're being towed away from like the Tesla charging <laughs> stations. Damn. <laughs> uh, that's epic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, actually uh, 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 what, what looking we're doing into this. there is... Um, that's uh, known as uh, epic, but also the Tesla support person's just like, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't know. Yeah, we tried that's... to, we tried to stop him. <laughs> and as you should know from reading literally anything about this man, he does not listen to anyone, including himself. No. So yeah, yeah. But why would you shoot? Why would you shoot this fucking truck that you now cannot get repaired from a company that already does pretty piss poor repairs? Right. Also, if it's a Tesla, so I, I'm going to tell you something. I've said, I've said occasionally, but I'll say, I have driven te mm. three Teslas. I okay. went from a Model S in like 2014 to another Model S in 2015. And I was in a terrifying car accident. Mm. I did not drive for several years because I was kind of fucked up from it. Then I drove a Model X, then I drove another Model X. Let me tell you something. These trucks, this, these cars, these fucking things, they're all the same. They're the same thing. They're the same thing since 2014. But one feature of all Teslas that blows particular ass is that they are all the least sustainable vehicles ever. They, if you break one part of a side of a Tesla, you need to replace the entire goddamn side of it. Yeah. This is probably a $40,000 repair. If this fuck it, did this puck, let me, let me go look this up. I want to see something. Okay, Tesla owners, Silicon Valley. So this is someone who saw it on the highway, actually. Because their post is, honestly, I don't know how the competition isn't shitting their pants seeing the Cybertruck surviving this kind of testing. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Just a few things right now. I can interject. I think part of the reason why this has occurred is because one of the, no pun intended, one of the bullet points ah! when the Tesla truck was introduced. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Elon was Musk was said we emptied the entire draw magazine of Atomic Gun into the, the driver door, Al Capone style. No bullets uh, penetrated into the passenger compartment. Yeah, mate, because it looks like you shot it with a fucking Nerf gun. If these were two, two, <laughs> if these were two, two, three, straight up. If these were two, two, threes, yeah, even nine millimeters, they would at yeah. least expand more. And two, two, three would rip through this fucking thing. I do not give a shit. Also, if I was the CEO of Tesla, one thing I'd be intimately aware of is how much they love to explode. I would not want to shoot <laughs> on the fucking gun. That's fair. Yeah, that's Why would absolutely you, fair. I'm trying... This, this wasn't a Tommy gun. Like, this must have been a 22. Well, there was a joke going around, like, yeah, somebody hit with an airsoft rifle. So. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly... That feels right, yeah. I'm going to send this to a, a gun expert friend of mine and see what he, see, he sees. Like, yeah, it's a 22. It's definitely a 22. Without, yeah, without a doubt. I don't even need to check. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, yeah, somebody... Somebody peppered this. But also, this Elon did this shit, and he's got right. the he's got them fucking driving around. Imagine if that's your car that you have to drive. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's just for a minute to like, I don't know, take it to the repair shop so you can have <laughs> the dents removed from the Tommy gun. Was he standing a football field away? I don't know. <laughs> I, I write about this guy fairly often, as you well know. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still surprised by how fucking annoying he is. Oh, this yeah. is some annoying little brother shit. Like, deeply <laughs> uncool little brother who's like, oh, well, you know what we should do is shoot the car with a gun. What the fuck are you talking about? 
This is why I never bring you to parties, Johnny. <laughs> fucking talking about shooting the side of a car? What are you talking? Are you insane? He must have seen that scene in Mean Guns and thought like, yeah, this is the thing we're going to do. Is that a Lindsay Ohan movie, right? No, no, no. That's Mean Girls. <laughs> mean Guns? Mean Guns. It's an old Ken Loser were going shooting? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. Wednesdays, we wear camo. Yeah, that's how it works. Also, who does this appeal to other than fucking children? Who is also doing this? Who's Weird libertarians, which is, I, I feel like I feel like a, a bulletproof vehicle for the sort of people that buy Teslas is a little scary. It really is just a thing that would impress a child because it's like, yeah. where are you? Oh, yeah, it's bulletproof. Okay, you're going to get shot up in Walgreens? Like... <laughs> Well, this is America, Ed, so, I mean, you might. Yeah, Yeah. where am I driving? A school? Like, Jesus. <laughs> like, fuck it. No, seriously, it's like, this is just, it's, an, it looks like it's a 45, because apparently that's, and this quoting a friend, like, it's apparently a, not, like, not a particularly penetrating round. It's just, why? 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 For what reason? Who? What is this proving? Other than... Also, why are you driving it around? Did he drive? Do you think he was like, "Yeah, go drive it around," so someone takes a video? Yeah, I think that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Well, if we got this on Valley Wag. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Elon, and why are we doing that? What? And yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna uh, lose my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my job if I tell Elon. If I tell Elon Musk that he can't <laughs> drive this heavily dented vehicle that looks like it's from the game Another World. <laughs> around Palo Alto. Uh, you're not wrong, though. That's the thing that really fucks me up. Yeah. Well, speaking of geniuses. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead. Well, you remember Golden Boy Nate Silver? Nate Silver 538. Yeah. Well, apparently, he's uh, not enough of a genius to not get his shit hacked. It'd be so funny if he got hacked and he started uh, just having normal opinions. <laughs> no sadly he's doing the he's doing the, the the 10 macbook spam that old stuff about oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah also however if you're the kind of guy who goes online and you're like oh nate silver's giving me a free macbook you deserve to have your money stolen <laughs> and free hamilton tickets oh boy oh wow <laughs> and your oh, bow tie geez. starts spinning yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh wow Miles nate silver's is. my new best friend your hat kind of flies off your head for a second like it's no. archie yeah you're <laughs> wow it's crazy how like far he fell though like 538 yeah, like there was a period of time that they were like rock stars oh yeah and now 2008 Nate's, and onward fuck man you could Nate touch Silver him. is just discredited he's yeah. gone on the he went on the lab leak theory for a bit Oh yeah, like a like a divorced dad buying a Harley Davidson. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, He's God. like, I I'm still got it. <laughs> I'm still cool. No, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> He's never. He should have embraced how uncool he was, like a Nathan J. Robinson or whatever. Yeah, because there's really only two tracks you can go with that. Either you just like, yeah, fuck it, you know, I'm I'm this is me, or you can go like. No, I'm secretly still cool, guys. Come on. Guess which one he went with. <laughs> well, that's what Scott Ga Scott Galloway tries to do that. He tries to be like, yeah, I'm cool. Uh, he does this thing where he's like, yeah, the dog thinks this. It's like, you are a white fucking NYU professor, mate. Oh, the dog. <laughs> you are scared of any kind of dog, let alone people who use that phrase. And we know which people you're thinking of. They, 
<laughs> they're the ones you cross the street when they're on the same side of the street as you. <laughs> Jeff Tiedrick ass, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least Jay, Jeff Tiedrick, like, he, he stuck to the script, all right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeff Tiedrick never tried to pretend he was anything other than just the most loathsome, horrifying little, like, hashtag resistance guy. But you know what? He, he was inoffensive. I say yeah. it like he's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Jeff Tiedrick. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. He was killed by a piano falling out of a window. He said Gadzooks and then it crushed him. As an aside, I was thinking about the Cybertruck earlier when I published that thing as well. You gotta laugh that the Cybertruck is also the first product he really designed. Like this is his baby. And it yeah. sucks bad. Like it doesn't Real even. Bad. It looks like shit. It's horrible and expensive to produce. It's like this. No one likes it. Not the, a single human. Apparently, out the body design like, doesn't shift with the road. It doesn't. It's too stiff. So, wait, like, if, yeah, because it's a unibody oh, and stainless steel. Yeah. It doesn't have any give to it. it. Doesn't have any bend. So apparently, even just taking like a really slightly aggressive like left turn like causes the body to like shift and it's center of gravity it's just the whole thing I, tips over like yeah like it seems like car. it seems like it <laughs> yeah oh, but, but also this is like his fucking legacy this is his death star like this is his be- this is the time he's been allowed to take the training wheels off and design his thing and it's so bad it's so bad. It's not even a little bit bad. Like even the dumbest goon is kind of like, "Wow, this looks, this looks dog shit." <laughs> what, right. What What are you? What is happening here? Yeah. Also, a friend suggested that the those holes could genuinely have been caused by paintballs. <laughs> That's see, yeah. <laughs> Fucking slingshot, slingshot. <laughs> uh, we decided to do the uh, David and Goliath test. <laughs> Well, speaking of Elon scams and whatnot, it's time for the Crypto Scam of the Week. You're listening to 48 Minutes of Dogs Barking, the podcast. And now it's time for the Crypto Scam of the Week. Well, the New York Attorney General filing suit against Gemini Genesis and Digital Currency Group, a.k.a. DCG, a group of companies. Gemini, of course, the Winklevoss Twins co-founders. The Moist Brothers. The, mo- <laughs> the, the West moist. Boys in Town, folks. <laughs> the, the River Twins. The only boys born in the river. Yeah, so the New York Attorney General uh, is coming down on all three companies at the same time. Uh, this courtesy, of course, Molly White, Web3, is going great. But also the New York State Attorney General site, uh, courtesy of Letitia James, this here, a couple days ago, New York Attorney General Letitia James today filed a sweeping lawsuit against cryptocurrency companies Gemini Trust, Genesis Global Capital, LLC, and its affiliates Genesis and Digital Currency Group for defrauding more than 230,000 investors, including 29,000 New Yorkers, of more than $1 billion. An investigation by the Office of the Attorney General found that Gemini lied to investors about an investment program it ran with Genesis called Gemini Earn. Gemini repeatedly assured investors that investing with Genesis through their Gemini Earn program was a low-risk investment. That turned out to be not true. The lawsuit alleges that Gemini knew Genesis's loans were undersecured and at one point highly concentrated with one entity, 
Guess where? Uh, uh, Almeida? Almeida! That's right. Sam Bankman frieds Almeida. She left of her own accord. <laughs> <laughs> so the lawsuit there uh, charges Genesis. Uh, of course, its former CEO, Switchero Moro, parent company DCG, and Barry Silbert with defrauding investors trying to conceal more than $1.1 billion in losses. They also seek to ban all three entities from financial investment in New York in general and get restitution for investment. So here's hoping. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I assume you've read the numerous times I've written about this, yes? Yes, absolutely. That's why I, I thought this would be a good one to, yeah. So my reaction to this is, wow, I told everyone this would happen almost in exactly this this is exactly what I said would happen. I said they've been lying since last fucking, like, what, November? Yeah. I've been saying this for a while. It's been obvious they were full of shit. They were like, yeah, well, it's insolvent, but we'll get back the money. It's like, what, mm -hmm. what are you talking about? I think at the time I said something along the lines of it's, it's like yelling condom before <laughs> you bust. And that, that, is, that is, like, contraception now. Like, it's... I actually said it probably smart... Smart and good word better than that, but you know what I mean. I just like the image of someone just going, condom! <laughs> Actually, what was great was in my head, I imagined it totally flat, just like, condom. Oh, <laughs> that's even better. <laughs> like a spell. Yeah, uh, uh, condom, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it's a real, like, grinding of gears, like, very petty thing for me to be angry about, but yeah. first and foremost, I got totally left out of all of this FTX bullshit. I got left out of all the stories. I was fucking right about Sam Bankman-Fried earlier mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. everyone else. No, do they fucking care? that they don't. Like, no. No, mm -hmm. no, no good for old Ed, huh? Mm -mm. Also, this DCG thing involves somewhere between, because it was 700 million at first, and then it's like 900 million, now it's one point something... How much money was in there, dude? Like, I don't think they know. Yeah, I don't think they know. I think they know enough, but nevertheless, what's insane is everyone's talking about Sam Bankman-Fried in court, which I get is important, but this is also very large. Oh, yeah. This is a huge fucking situation. This is one of the only trustworthy crypto companies, just to be clear. Like, Gemini, I do not like the Winklevosses at all. I think they're awful men. I thought sure. so before. think so now. Right. But the thing is, it was the institute, like they had the licenses that they needed to have. They had uh, acted mostly legally. And in fact, were like one of the only crypto companies that really had kept their nose clean. For a while. Yeah. <laughs> For a yeah. while. Other than <laughs> the extremely conspicuous and obviously terrible fraud. Right. Sure, and yeah. everything else was good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But everyone's just kind of staring at their assholes or reading or queuing up for five hours to be in the Sam Bankman-Fried thing to report the same goddamn story that someone else is going to report, mm. ignoring what is arguably going to be a very fucking large thing. Yeah, oh yeah. Because remember, FTX stole money for internationally. Right. Like they, they had much more scale. Gemini was only in America. Mm -hmm. And they like nearly a billion dollars and people are sniffing their assholes and writing about Sam Bankman free going am, 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 am. who cares right like someone's reporting it you're gonna have to report it if you're a beat reporter I get it but at the same time this is more important right now yeah Sam Bankman free's being yelled at by a judge they've got that handled like 
Have someone cover it as a big outlet, but frankly, I don't know if covering the SBF trail is worth it for small outlets at the moment. I think they should be focusing more on DCG because this DCG thing is huge. Yeah. Right now, DCG is now... I found this out. By the way, I must add, I did not know about this story. I had not kept up with the crypto news recently other than yeah. my own. And thus, I only found out about this just before we got on, but it seems like DCG is also planning to actually go bankrupt. Yeah. What's significant about that is there was this extremely questionable... I don't know if you read about the... Okay, for the listeners who might not know this, mm-hmm. it's, it's exhausting. There was an insane deal that the Winklevosses had offered. One that would make basically make everyone whole, but only also give like 70 to 80% of the money back to everyone. But it involved like issuing a stock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like this insane deal... And then Genesis, yesterday, they filed for bankruptcy, which means that now creditors, of which Gemini Earner is just one, to be clear, right. they are not the sole creditor here. They will get, it's like 60 to 70% now, max. Mm-hmm. And that will only be, I think they have to wait until after uh, MYAG suit. Yes. So what happened now is, by the way, that money... I, like they said, oh, we have to liquidate the assets. They haven't said how much there are. In fact, mm-hmm. the Wall Street Journal story I said did not even mention that fact. You know, nope. if I was fucking writing financial journalism, I would want to know how much money there was so that I knew what 60 70% of it was so that I could say, ah. Anyway, I have a <laughs> no, day job. I, I, I have a fucking day job. I, day job. Yeah, I, this is not my job. This is a job that, like, I pitch people whose job this is. But it's, it's just very frustrating because... There are many great journalists who are covering crypto. I'm not insulting them by any means. No. At the same time, it's like this SBF thing, cool and all, but this DCG thing has been sitting there at the edge of all of this for months. Mm, yeah. God, this is what I'm going to write next week. I'm going to yeah. fucking... I think I'm actually going to rip the shit out of everyone for this. As well you should. Yes, absolutely. Because I think it's time to... Oh, you gave me a newsletter right there. Thank you. Anyway, I've just rambled now. I apologize. Just... Com- I'm impressed that NYAG James has done as much as they have because it says in this press release they recovered more than 1.7 million from CoinEx for uh, failing to register. Right? They uh, crazy. Yeah, they they secured 4.3 million from Coin Cafe for also failing to register as a commodity uh, broker and for defrauding investors. Uh, In March, they sued KuCoin for failing to register. Uh, You know, so they've been really active. The thing is, you do not fuck with New York's financial regulators. No. Absolutely. Do not fuck with New York's financial regulators. They are absolutely fully capable of lighting your asshole up on a daily basis until they have got sufficient damage done, at which point they will arrest you or have you arrested. I fear them. I don't fear fear them. Like, I'm not... Like, I don't... I just use a bank account. Like I would be afraid of them were I anyone who was in this field, yeah. Yeah, they would be the one group I'd be very concerned about upsetting on account of their manifold powers and their willingness to use them. Yeah, because they also recovered 24 mil from Nexo and uh, sued, of course, the, the former CEO of, uh, of Celsius. Mashinsky is going to fucking jail. Yeah, no question. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's no question. Later, bitch. <laughs> that's right r.i.p bozo kind of shitty but a um a good turn of events that the myag at least got in there and, and and did some good work so i'll i'll tip my hat to them 
They should have let Derek Adams say something. What do you think he would have said? Well, no, he would have said something insane. Is why I would want to hear his cut. <laughs> okay. He'd be like, you know, these guys are just regular crypt, you know, crypto guys. They go down the street, they see a nice lady. Ooh, mama. Like, just like <laughs> have you not seen his recent extremely horny reasons about why remote work is bad? Uh, yeah, yeah. What a bizarre person. Yeah. I love him. I think he's terrible and awful and terrible in so many ways. But also, I kind of love that he just has the attitude of a, like a cartoon character. Like yeah. a particularly, <laughs> he's, he's like, like Hachi Machi, New York is back. Like, <laughs> it's like one of the hormone monsters from fucking Big Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's tugging his collar. Like, hey, uh. there's really no easy segue to go into this. So the main topic for today is it's. We're going to be releasing this episode right after Halloween, so it is still technically spooky month, and uh, Ed, I wanted to get you in on this, because this is one of those artifacts of the old web. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where, like, I don't know how familiar any either of you guys are with this, but this was something that would pop up from time to time. It won a bunch of awards, which is fucking bizarre. Uh, <laughs> I'm referring to the virtual... Pet Cemetery, fellas, hosted via a group called Lava Mind. Just a truly baffling thing to have existing. Uh, (laughs) So this here, according to the Baltimore Sun in 1998, the Virtual Pet Cemetery is one of the more oddly compelling website attractions to have sprung up along the Internet. That's an old way of talking about the web. Like yeah, it was a it was an amusement park. Oh, it's like a neighborhood, and sometimes you you knock on a door, and you open up, and there's a man stretching out his asshole. And then sometimes <laughs> you, you go down the other street, and there and there's a a man selling you a book. <laughs> and so it continues. A million or so visitors. Again, the traffic. A million or so visitors find their way each year to gawk at the eulogies posted in loving memory of Misty the Brown Mutt. Or Moretta and her kittens. Most visitors probably are unaware they've been flagged down by a larger-than-life roadside attraction like a Paul Bunyan statue. See, it's still that same, like, isn't the Internet a a strange and wonderful place? But yeah, it says, once there, perhaps the tourists will stop by the gift shop, make a purchase. At least that's the hope of the husband and wife design team. Uh, Stephen Hoffman and Naomi Kokubo, a couple in their 30s who... Operate the cemetery as a come on, probably wouldn't phrase that that way. Uh, no. For for Lava Mine, their home based company in San Francisco, Lava Mine, best known for a series of CD ROM business simulation games for PC, <laughs> including and I know you're gonna love this one, a Gazillionaire and Zapitalism. Excellent. Zapitalism. <laughs> Zapitalism. Yeah. That's some like 2013 holocracy shit. Like, yeah. That's some like, there would have been like, as, what, can you say it again? I've already forgotten. This is Zapitalism. Zapitalism. Wonderful. Yeah. That would definitely be like an airport book that you'd pick up in SFO for $29. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like that, uh, the guy who wrote J Pod or whatever, right now, I can't remember his name. Douglas Co- to Copeland. 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 It's on a shelf of things that are like a book called like Thinking the Mind Strategy. 
<laughs> Mastering the brain magic. <laughs> Synergy at home and at work. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So in Gazillionaire, by the way, uh, players putter from planet to planet in funky spaceships, buying and selling commodities in an effort to outwit alien competitors. Zapatalism is a more advanced variation playing out in a tropical archipelago complete with monks and pirates. So these two are, uh, what would you call them, shareware people? They're like uh, it, it definitely feels like something you buy in a flimsy cardboard box at, <laughs> at the grocery store yeah. circa 1999. It's rare to find a game that has the price reduction actually printed onto it. <laughs> it's already just on the box, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It saves the store some time. <laughs> So these two decided, for whatever fucking reason, that they were going to create an entire website devoted to people's dead pets. So, <laughs> so the virtual pet cemetery went from 94 to 2000. I'm surprised it lasted that long. I got to be honest. Six years is a very long time to, to maintain a website in these early days. Because, again, you got to pay for it. You got to design it yourself. No, I feel like websites back then were either a thing you forgot about in a week or they were <laughs> the thing that destroyed your life. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. So this one is very bare bones, but again, it's early web. So, you know, there's a header image, which is really awful CGI headstones. And it's just page after page of people submitting these stories. And again, there's no way to verify any of these. These could be fake as hell. Um, about their dead pets, and some of them are pretty depressing. Some of them are. Oh, I thought I thought this was like like people that accidentally killed like their tamagotchi. No, 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 not 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 de <laughs> not dead virtual pets. It is the virtual pet cemetery. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very different. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I had different. I had a completely different idea of like of people that like I forgot to feed my tamagotchi or oh uh, my yeah. I I I flushed my digipet. <laughs> Had this website been created in 2013, though, yeah, it would have sold a television show. Oh my god, yeah, this absolutely would have been. Remember the shit my dad said, where it was like, yeah, from the beginning, very obviously not a thing a dad like anyone would say, yeah. And then they put William fucking Shatner in it. That's crazy. I'm surprised that anything. I'm surprised that anything other than the in the internet, like anything else involving the internet got actually funded after that yeah because that was such a big whiff well and like i've said before when talking about that show is like i'm a i'm a shatner guy i love shatner but like he was miscast that's just that wasn't his show i mean i didn't watch it because it was an internet show about a twitter account i watched the first two episodes and then i said you know this is not for me um because you know I'm a I'm a sucker for sitcoms and I love Bill Shatner so I, I was willing to give it a shot but uh, but yeah it was. When's definitely... he gonna have his anti woke turn? I'm surprised he hasn't. I gotta be honest. Because Neil deGrasse Tyson is absolutely on the way. Like... <laughs> you talked to him on your show, didn't you? I'm well fucking aware. <laughs> I am so aware of the conversation I had with fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson. People gave you what shit about that. I, I oh, people so... give me shit about a lot of things. I had him on, and people were like, "You should have asked him about." the allegations I found out long after publishing which would have precluded me from fucking having one at all mm -hmm. it's like it's dodgy shit but also 
the fact that he was he heard me say like I don't know it just kind of looks like the boring t company is just making tunnels and he was like yeah but what if Elon Musk was uh, like uh, what if he was like uh, Hitler but also cure cancer what about that what if there was a guy let me let me let me, let me make a proposition here if there was a man that made a tunnel he made a tunnel but then it's maybe it wasn't great. But maybe somewhere down the line, he made a tunnel he was that like was okay. He on a starved from Cumbtown hypothetical. Yeah. 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 He's like, bro, what if, what if Elon Musk was, was like uh, the scientist to cure cancer, but also Hitler? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and honestly, in the moment, I just kind of froze and was like... Uh, well, yeah, because what do you say to that? How do you... Well, I said, like, as the, as the son of a Jew who, who had cancer... Uh, I, <laughs> Which is actually true. It's a perfectly true story. It's like, right, as that's... a son of a Jew who had cancer, which the Hitler would have died before he came to power. You know what? That's fair. Yeah. I no, mean, Tyson was just like, oh, okay. And it's just, especially, <laughs> I think that, I guess I just segued us into the 50 minutes in hell thing. I apologize. But... No, no. That's, hey, wait, look, this, this virtual pet cemetery thing is fucking depressing. I would much rather talk about anything else. So please. <laughs> but it was what people don't realize because I've really enjoyed doing the show. I'm enjoying yeah. it a hell of a lot. It's awesome. But also, this shit moves so fast and you have so little time, especially if it's like a good or a weird interview of which I've had both. Oh, yeah. You are just barely fucking hanging on. Like I don't mean that in like a manic way, just... No, she, you are paying attention to what they're saying, but you got your eye on the clock. Yeah, you're going. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, but also just like you're paying attention to what they're saying because you're having a conversation with them, right? And thus, yeah. when they say something completely fucking bonkers, I especially when you like have already like struggled to get a guest, right? Like, it's, like you're just kind of like, ah, f what? <laughs> what was that about? Here, look, you're in cancer, Mr. Tegresto. I didn't even have that. I was just... It was also, I should... Another thing that I do... I had to get up at 6 fucking 30 in the morning for him. Oh, right. Because, yeah, he's all over... Yeah. No, he was just like... His his assistant... He's a lovely fella. I really shouldn't, really shouldn't dog the boy. He was genuinely lovely. Yeah. But it was like 9.30 a.m. I'm like, great. Because I'd said Pacific multiple times. Mm -hmm. And then just last minute, he was like... Yeah, I'm in uh, Easton. That's a big fucking difference. What can I say? The I show know. must go on. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I had a big guest there. Take the fucking shot, even if I was quite tired. Sure, sure. I had to hear this shit about Hitler. Hitler Musk. Like, just... <laughs> you got to shrug it off after a certain point. I mean, which like... I'm actually glad he said that, though, because that deflected from almost all cri uh, criticism of just having him on, which was all justified. But had I known about any of that stuff, I would have got fucking no. Yeah. But, yeah. but at the same time, it was like, oh, that deflects because I didn't suck up to him. And also I got to him to say something <laughs> completely, completely <laughs> insane. <laughs> completely unprompted completely. like you cannot and no one could say that that was like a trick no he walked right he 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 walked in and he sat down he walked over there and was like hey why don't i do this i'm like what yeah huh <laughs> what's that about hit huh <laughs> what hitler what no i personally disagree but also excuse me yeah <laughs> hang on yeah. but no, it's been it's been quite it's been a lot of fun though very much enjoy enjoying being a being a talk show host, the real dream. Ed, when are you going to have me on so we can talk about Jack White? 
Oh, no. <laughs> no, I will try and get Jack White on at some point. Hell yeah. That, that would actually, <laughs> yes. I'll be like, Jack, when you came up for lyrics in that one song, you go like, what about, what about, what about, just insult him. <laughs> <laughs> to his face. No, yeah, the Jack White. Yeah, I was over at the, the Dodgers Stadium and they did this thing. Instead of like weird little fucking troops, they had the Dodgers. I thought it was way better. You should call them and replace your fucking shitty video with it. Jack White, you watch Ooh. baseball? Just like I'm like slightly drunk the whole time. Well. <laughs> They're doing the Dan Quinn yeah, voice. Hey, Jack White. <laughs> Never see a white boy play guitar like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I just pick it up and I play like complete shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do the bent down and riff. Cannot even do that. But I, I was listening to the one that you just put out, um, Carrie Byron. Oh man, what yeah, she's a, great. What a get. Um, and boy, she sounded like she was just having a good time, and she sounded like she was disappointed that that you uh, had to end the show because uh, I think she said uh, you're a treat, and I would agree. But also <laughs> like. Uh, you said something, and I think it's it's very prescient about your show. You said, "Yeah, you know, I, I live by the fifteen minutes; I die by the fifteen minutes." And yeah, I remember saying that out loud and being like, "Do I sound stupid?" And I think I did. But you're committing to the bit. No, it's fine. You're committing to it. But what it's was fine. funny, though, I guess it's funny to laugh at, is also the fact that like my latest episode, which is with Seamus Blackley, which yes. will come out by the time I think this. Yeah. Um, that one went to eighteen minutes because, and it's the only one I've been like, I have to. Yeah, it's Seamus Blackley. Well, also, as you will hear when you listen to the recording, he's very fucking interesting, and every story he had got weirder and more interesting. Because I asked him about the creative artist thing. He used to run a bit of creative artist. I thought that that was like voice actor stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. No, he was fucking one of the... He was like instrumental to games getting funded full stop he is the reason there is such a large triple a game industry right. and this was something that i got out, out of him after he talked about making the xbox he was a fucking middle manager but he was like he just met bill gates at a party <laughs> and was just like and bill gates like hey it's my guy he sounds like jay leno i guess hey it's my guy you, go- hey, you heard the, you heard the you seen the- <laughs> i want to make a bill gate fifth them yeah, you gonna gonna come play a saxophone on this video game I'm making? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the the weird thing where he was like rubbing the ears of Quark from, from Star Trek? What? Wait, 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 Jay Leno or Bill Gates? I don't know which one. <laughs> Jay Leno. Oh no, I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> it's very oh. weird. Yeah, it's really weird. But but back to my normal show. It's great and carries great, but yeah, you have to stick to that because otherwise, I really don't mean to insult you on this. No, no. There are a lot of podcasts that go for over an hour that don't really have a strong direction. Yeah. That and some of that is by design. Yeah. I work with a podcast company right now, and they were made. They made the point like that is great. People like it's almost like having company. I agree. I think that's great. That's not what I want to do. I want a fucking interview show. I'm surprised that there is not an identical show to this where someone. Someone with enough, like, friends just is like, okay, I think I can probably get together enough people. But also, my day job is mostly pitching the media. It's mostly talking to the media and getting them to write about shit. Right. That is, like, my whole job. It's, well, I'm good at it because I'm generally good at making people feel bad for me. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm generally good at people, uh, like, finding the thing that someone would like to write about 
that would also benefit me somehow. Yeah. Because the company... Like, I'm good at the targeting stuff. But a lot of that job comes down to knowing what you're talking about and making the ask very clear. Mm -hmm. And also, most people can be accessed on some level. Actors are probably the hardest. Yeah. But that sounds creepy. But also, I don't send weird emails and I don't do shit like calling their house or anything. But also, if you can get someone on an email... And you can just fucking talk to them and just say, like, this is what I'm doing. This is what it is. Would you come on? A lot of people are surprisingly amenable, but most of them will say no, just to be clear. Yeah. But also, like, it's also much easier to do if you have a very short format. If your ask is like, I need 15 fucking minutes of your time. Definitely. It will be, I usually say, like, 20 minutes. Like, Chris Hayes, he was an absolute legend. Probably my favorite episode, honestly. Chris Hayes was I got him off, I got him off a of blue sky actually. Awesome. Oh wow. And he was um he was great because that interview was like straight up like 15 fucking minutes. And that wow. was so easy for him to do. It was easy for he didn't have to fucking do anything. Like he he could move on with the rest of his day mm-hmm. without worrying about like this I don't know, it did, wouldn't it didn't overrun as well. Mm. And it sounds kind of lame to say but a lot of it's basically fucking corporate business. It's just, can you get someone onto the phone right. to do the thing you need in the period of time you need them to in a way that's less painful for them and still benefits you? Like, that's crazy to say, but that is also modern guest booking. That's how hmm. every single great guest booker works on, like, the varying t- Tonight shows, for example. Yeah. I also really enjoy it. I consider it big game hunting. I don't, I'm not shitting you. I have tried Henry Kissinger. I have tried Barack Obama. I have tried Rob Gronkowski, Kelsey Plum. Like, I am, you swing for the fucking fences because occasionally Neil deGrasse Tyson gets back to you. Like that, especially when it's 15 minutes, it's just like, there's almost a level of why not? Like, oh, yeah. What, like, if this is good and they've had good people, why don't I do this? And in the process, every time they do that, I look better. So, really, it's a fun show to do. And also, I, it's kind of like a game to me. Like, it's like, how, how, how fucking big can this stupid, like, how, how big a guest can I get? Yeah, that sounds fun. What, who is, who is the biggest guy I can get or girl I can get? Yeah. Because, you know, for every... Like, I've got a Jamel from New York Times. Mm-hmm. Probably get that um, Jason Conception bloke. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, I'll probably get him. I've known him a while. But also, I've just known a lot of people for a while. I think maybe this is also just me being like, eh, how many people do I know? Yeah. So, Ed, uh, it's about time of the show where we show you something nasty. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Shock.jpg. You about ready for this? Okay. I really don't <laughs> want to. Speaking of PR. I could have just lied and been like, ugh, gross. Oh, wow. Not be, how nasty. And yeah. That's fine. You can do that if you want, I guess. It, it, I, I, I mean, I've revealed the prestige now. Well, with the magic of editing, we can make anything work. Um. <laughs> Sweet can, can. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, He's going into a, a oxygen tent to, that gives him sexual powers. That's that same episode, isn't it? The, I, I, I do not remember. I don't remember I most so. Simpsons episodes. Well, it's, uh, that, it's that part of the show. It's called Shock.jpg. This one's called Ass Pong, Ed. Uh, I don't like that already. Pardon me, there are two dogs barking. Three, actually, now. I'm a, 
my, my uh, girlfriend's house in Irvine, California, listeners, and um, the dog the dogs are pissed because they just heard about uh, Israel Palestine. <laughs> However, it's not obvious what part they're angry about, so... <laughs> I mean, we can skip this if you want. We can skip the shot. I would love to skip it. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> All right. Well, how about how about this, Yeah, Ed? We're going to do it, and you just have to listen to us go, oh, this is bad. And then we that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're... Because we've got the still image already in front right, of us. So. Right. Oh, you're already watching? You're already bearing witness to this? So this is uh, this is Ass Pong. Uh, Ed has decided that he's not going to uh, participate today, and that's fine. Uh, here is a, uh, a two women, one of oh, which oh no yeah oh no uh, one of whom is this is this is what the gloop stuff is really about yeah <laughs> wow a, yeah um wow so, that is so many oh wow oh, wait Just there's really more getting in there there's more oh god there's, there's more. a big one oh, no. So uh, one woman is ejecting a series of ping pong balls from her asshole into the asshole of another woman. Disgusting. And then the last one. Oh. Yeah, is. Yeah, what appears to be a big red Christmas ornament coming out of the other woman's asshole. Are you sure that's not just a prolapse? Oh, you're right. That's. Oh, God, that's her prolapse. That's oh, disgusting. Jesus Please Christ. stop describing it. <laughs> it's upsetting. It's very upsetting. And it loops. It, 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 now so. it's looping. Yeah. yeah. This is worse than the McChicken. Also mm. bad. All right. Mm. So, breath mint. It's time for your mom's favorite part of the show. It's time for the breath mint. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. I feel <laughs> a long day, and that just yeah, really yeah. topped it off with. Yeah. It's just, it, it was like. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know how to 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 go from there because it's just there's. Oh this my is god, vulgar. It, that was probably one of the worst ones. I gotta say, like we, you know, everyone's seen Tub Girl, everyone's seen Goatsy, everyone's seen Two Girls One Cup. You know, there. But that one, for some reason, and I think it was, I think it was the one woman trying to trying to like make out with the, the with prolapse? the prolapse at the end. Like was it was really. A may I suggest beat. a potential palate cleanser? <laughs> Oh please! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh please! Right. Um, yeah. I, for some reason, I was thinking what would be a funny thing to offer here. I'm going to drop this into the chat. I go. I um. I put uh, the search string Elon Musk and then quotation marks around the words "marry me," and the first tweet is this: "I'm Elon Musk. Send me a follow." request if you will marry me two hearts and it's like a very bad ai drawing where like elon musk is just absolutely yoked out i i don't know i do feel like twitter still has some of the magic it still has some of the magic of the old internet in that it's just so utterly broken and shit now (laughs) my dude is caked up yeah you got like old school internet idiot like people that would never be that they would have somehow like got just they would be something about the old Twitter would yeah. have just they they would have just got banned somehow, but for a very specific kind of racism. Yeah, <laughs> like like, say, like making a statement that has not been like a kind of like the uh, the Onion put out that thing uh, around the time John Gruden got kicked out of the Raiders, and it was like uh, Jerry Jones in hot water over a statement about the Ottoman Empire, like shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> but these yeah, people yeah. now flourish on Elon Musk saying like. 1400 Jesus. slurs for white people somehow like they've they uh. found like a very 
And but I thought this search would be funny because it's lots of people responding to Elon Musk saying, "Will you marry me?" Yeah, which is good. Or would you marry me? <laughs> marry me. Marry me, Elon. Elon, please marry me. I could live just watching you be all of you. Thank uh-huh. you, uh, Priyanka Devadathan. It's great. <laughs> um, it's Anne Sankala. Elon Musk, I really don't know what you expect. You once asked me so in the name of equality. Do you want me to ask you, will you marry me? Well, I think you got to jack him off on an airplane first if you really want that to happen. Uh, no, that would be one horse. You remember he offered the horse? You remember that? Yeah, yeah. You heard yeah. this? You've seen this? Yeah, you've uh, heard this? You've seen this? What's great is there is a Jay Leno um, Elon Musk thing where he's like looking at the Cybertruck. <laughs> he's like, oh, this is great. This is great. Look at that. Can I drive it? He's like, no. <laughs> no, it's... He uh, would tell Jay Leno, no. Yeah. And Jay Leno's like, yeah, that makes sense. Remember when Drill got in a lot of trouble because of Jay Leno? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. No, so yeah. on the day that like Jay Leno did get like badly burned in a car accident, mm. he put out some, like a Jay Leno related tweet. What was funny was the fact he did it. It was also very poor taste. Yeah, but also like the people were like attacking Drill of all people about like being insensitive about Jay Leno. Dude, are you kidding me? Yeah, like have you heard the stuff he said about Monica Lewinsky? He would be first in line to make that joke. It's that time of the show where we talk about stuff that we've been enjoying, watching, reading, etc. It's the Breath Mint, your mom or girlfriend's favorite part of the show. Okay. Since you are our guest, Ed, why don't you go ahead and kick us off something that's been kind of catching your eye this week? Well, funnily enough, uh, my uh, girlfriend and I have been actually been watching a show called Married at First Sight Australia. So Married at First Sight oh, yeah! is, is, is this truly, like, actually should not be legal. It's psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> so what it is is that it's much like it sounds like you you were met, matched up with these relationship experts who then say, okay, you will be with this person because of these traits we found about you, whatever. Like, we, we think that you'd be good with this person. The American one is pretty much, you will occasionally get, like, one oddly... One oddly smart, one oddly emotionally intelligent man or woman... But for the most part, it's people who are just completely fucking insane or just totally and utterly, like, future con artists of America. There is a season where there's this guy on it called Michael who's like, yeah, I work as a principal and I uh, teach yoga classes. He didn't have a job as a principal. He cleaned the yoga studio. And then he's like, (laughs) well, here's my my job offer letter. And it had, like, his withholding on it. So, like, very obviously faked. (laughs) <laughs> and then, but anyway, the the and the American one is mostly just tragic. It's like people who should not be in relationships trying to date, and then they're helped in this very directionless way. They have three experts, one of which is a sexologist, which is a fantastic term. And the sexologist and them will occasionally drop in and be like, "Oh, well, you can't threaten the other person with a knife. You can't drink to distract." <laughs> But what I've actually been watching recently, most recent season of The Australian Married at First Sight, which is fucking amazing. Unlike the other one, it's very structured. So each week they have to do something called a commitment ceremony, for example. Mm. They have 10 fucking couples. So it's just like wall-to-wall coverage. And for the most part, it's like, oh, slightly heartwarming. Like people seem to be getting on. They do like things with like intimacy week, which is dorky as shit, but it works for the show. 
And then they, but the result of this is they have more heartwarming moments, but also more fucking insane people. <laughs> like you had this, you have this guy on it called like Harrison, who is this insane like gaslighter guy. In a world where people say that word fairly frequently, he would literally just be like, now nah, you're lying. And like the previous scene recorded and aired on television to millions of people <laughs> right. was him saying the exact words. And when he's caught, he's like, well, actually what I meant to say is like, and but instead of the American one where they're quite meek, the Australian one is the fucking, the hosts, the sexologist, the relationship expert, and the other one I can't remember the title of, they're fucking brutal. They'll be like, no, Harrison, no. That's enough. <laughs> you you are manipulating her. It's disgraceful. There have been two times on this season where they've said because you to leave the show, both of you have to agree, which is also horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. sounds much like prison. Yeah, there have been twice on this show where they've just been like, "Yeah, usually we're like that, but just you can go. You, <laughs> oh, you can leave. You don't need to participate in the show." It's just one of the most demented shows I've ever seen. I cannot stop watching it. Yeah. Because I'm also a big sap. Like, I, I, I love, like, I want to see these idiots su- su- succeed, even if yeah. some of them should not be allowed outside the house. <laughs> but also, Australians, I think, are just more interesting than oh, Americans. Yeah. Like, I just oh, yeah. don't think, I don't think, like, Americans have this much weird shit in their lives. But yeah, I've been watching these delightful dipshits be tortured by these tv shows they did one wet one thing one week where it was like the I forget what they called it but they they did like wife swap with the couples oh no which was oh, yeah. already uh-huh. quite bizarre but then they put the horrifying gaslighter guy the real piece of shit one <laughs> with the woman he just have like a screaming match with <laughs> and she had to live with him for three days which then caused her and her partner to have an argument because her partner was like, what, you're siding with the guy you hate the most in the world? It was just, these, like, there's no way this is legal right. in all right. countries. Right. There's some sort of law against this. Or there should we'll be. do this in the Netherlands. But the yeah. best thing is, is just this show, there's so much of it. There's yeah. like 36 episodes a season. Oh, wow. It's like reading the fucking Iliad. It's amazing. <laughs> and that's like what a 45 minute episode each week that's no, like an hour it's two Ooh. episodes a week Ooh, you baby. get like mm. plenty of freaky shit yeah i can't stop watching i love it i want to see what these idiots do i want to see their lives unfold for my entertainment i'm a sick puppy <laughs> that's well ed have you seen uh 90 day fiance familiar with that of course one? i have yeah okay yeah i was gonna say that that's the one that immediately came to mind because some people on that show are fucking psychos that as show well. is insane though that's like in that's like international marriages yeah yeah and then they finally like they they've met them yeah but then so, have you ever watched catfish the show though oh god yeah that show's so strange because yeah. each time it's so obvious that in most cases, the person in question is like, yeah, I know they're scamming me. Like, they've come to the conclusion long before the show, but they're like, hey, guy who was catfished once, can, you, can I come on the catfish TV show and can we go and harass the person that lied to me? And that's what they do. They go and they find them. And then they're like, yeah, why'd you lie? Why'd you lie to them? Why'd you catfish them? What was that about? <laughs> and occasionally it's something really fucked up, like it'll be... 
like a girl from their school. Oh, weird. Yeah. And it's almost worse they found out. Because they now, like, they're now deeply aware of the fact that someone at school fucking hated them enough to, like, twist their mind. It, it's... That one's dark. That one's real dark. I'm not gonna lie. Like, that one I had to stop watching because at some point it's like, this person's really stupid or they're about to get hurt really badly or both. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's kind of a mixed bag. And usually the people who get hurt in Married at First Sight are justifiably hurt. Sometimes it's someone... Sometimes it's someone undeserving. I also did watch Love is Blind. That was that was the latest season and that was pretty bad. I watch a lot of dog shit. I'm not a cultured individual. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, not not everything's gotta be fucking Sopranos, you know? Like it doesn't have to be, you know, Never prestige television. No? no? I saw I, I only saw one bit of one episode where like Tony uh, she was uh, had a dream, the psychiatrist. She had a dream that a dog oh. she got her hand stuck in a stuck in a vending machine, I believe. And stuck in a vending machine, and then she was like, Yeah, I think Tony's the dog, and it's like, okay. Yeah, I don't even remember that one. <laughs> I didn't go it's to Harvard or nothing, but I'm pretty sure that was just the dog. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, that was my problem. I saw that right. like, no, that was, no, I'm sorry. And that's why I didn't watch The Sopranos. <laughs> Not buying it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just came out in a weird time. I was, when did that come out? 99 through like 2005 2006 yeah i was i'm yeah. i'm 37 so like i was it just it was also when i was in england like tv was not as easy to watch oh yeah pre-streaming it was a lot harder to get you'd have to get the dvd box set or like you know i didn't have hbo it wasn't yeah cool uh, yeah uh, brian what do, what do you got this week for the breath mint you yeah speaking of australians last night i photographed a little little Aussie band uh, called uh, Amel and the Sniffers. Uh, they were in town here in St. Louis um, at the pageant. And that was a fucking stressful ordeal because I had tried to reach out to their PR people. Um, never got a response. Last weekend, I just took a shot in the dark and emailed the email address on their Facebook profile, uh, which was like some record label, and got an immediate response on a Saturday. <laughs> they were like, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" I'm expecting not to get a response, and they're like, right. "Yeah, actually, we'll we'll." I just cc'd you on email to Robin, their tour manager, and she'll get in contact with you. And then Robin, like ten minutes later, emails me with like a a release, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, wow, this is awesome, yeah, man. That's cool as hell." And uh, thank God, I send the release. Yeah. Good for you. Never get a response. Oh no, and I don't oh. want to bug people. So it's like the show was yesterday, which was Wednesday. Tuesday, I email her. I'm like, hey, just want to touch base. Make sure I'm good to go here and don't get anything. Uh, yesterday, I come home from work and I'm like, I text my buddy Bert, who booked the show at the pageant. I'm like, hey, when you have the guest list available, if it's not too big of a deal, can you tell me if I'm on it with press credentials? And he's like, yeah, no, no worries. And then he comes back like, yeah, I don't, I, you're not on there. And I'm like, oh, well, here's the I send screen caps to email. He's like, weird. He's got his people at the venue like talking to her. She's like, yeah, I never got anything. And eventually, my editor got in contact with her, and she was like, wait, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this is his email address. He sent you the release. And he's like, oh, it got sent to my spam. Oh. So I got approved to shoot this show like 20 minutes before Doors. I catch my breath. The first band is this four-piece from Texas called Dice Spitz. They were very good. 
they were dressed like weird. It's like the pussycat doll, pussycat dolls were in the original conformity. Okay, like it was. I don't really like. It was very. Yeah, I got southern, no idea on that one. Kind of trashy lingerie, but also not really. The main vocalist, uh, she sounded like an early Marilyn Manson. Like it was kind of fucking weird. Like wow, you got like a really interesting like timber to your voice so you can really just like hold these notes when you scream in like a real throaty like nasty way like that nah, people can do I'm like ah, that's really fucking cool and then uh and all the sniffers go on and my least favorite thing when photographing live music is immediately getting hit with beer mm. not even it's not like oh man they're playing their biggest song oh, i got a little beer on my camera whatever it's like they haven't even got to the first chorus of the first song. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> someone just like someone just put their thumb over their like $8 PBR and then they shook yeah. a beer all over everyone in front of them. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, how is that fun? Mm. How is that? That's But anyways, uh, Animal Sniffers, in case you don't know, uh, four piece from Australia. They're fronted by this little firecracker named Amy Taylor, who... Uh, is very Australian and <laughs> she has unlimited energy. I have seen very few people in my 13 years of photographing live music who just fucking went. And uh, she was like also drinking like a daiquiri <laughs> while she was doing like jumping around, crawling around the stage, just... fucking with the security guards, jumping into the crowd. All of this, and she's got like a little frozen pink drink. Uh, that sit, for all of her running around this big ass stage, she did not knock over. That's impressive. It, yeah. No, she's amazing. The rest of the band are fucking tight. They all look like dudes that are like union welders. Like they, <laughs> they look like they look like guys that were picked out of a bar somewhere in Australia, and they're just like, yeah, I could play guitar. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I, yeah, I could grow a mustache. Well, I don't think that was the question. They're Australian. They were they fucking. Fifty percent of Australian men pop out the womb with one of them. Yeah, it's <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, uh, just kind of what really entertained me about the show was that people have, when they play St. Louis, they have different perceptions of what St. Louis is big for. Mm -hmm. And the opening band, the Ooh, the advertising industry before it moved to New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we almost had the the fact that. We kind of suck as a city because we didn't get the stockyards. The opening band was like, oh, this is like St. Louis, the home of sexy red. And I'm like, well, yeah. Huh? I don't know what that is. I actually going to be photographing her at a uh, arena here. She's a local rapper who maybe she's not good. But the fact that she's so authentically from St. Louis is, I right. think, what most people find endearing. Like most people who are in the creative fields in St. Louis at any level, try to act like they're not from here. Yeah. But she's like, no, nah, I uh, I went to Normandy High School. Right. And uh, she comes off like the chick that would got you in your feelings for getting pissed off about a $1.25 restocking fee at Blockbuster. She'd be like, so you tell me you never put a quarter tank of gas in your car? Is that, is that all you can afford <laughs> one time? How bald are the tires on that Mercedes? <laughs> like, just an endless shit talker. Yeah. And, uh, her like one one of her songs like she opens up with the line like my coochie pink but my booty hole brown. <laughs> oh, thanks for sharing. Yeah, um, <laughs> first line of the song. But but yeah. but the animal sisters come on. And they're like, oh yeah, this is a uh, uh, blueberry hill Chuck Berry. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then it, you know the the thing when I first started photographing live music in St. Louis is having to tell touring bands that like 
Chuck Berry's kind of a weird ass guy. And also Beal Bob is not a cool person. <laughs> Maybe she meant Buck Cherry. Yeah, exactly. Oh jeez. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the cocaine. I love the cocaine. Yeah. You're crazy. Was it, did you crazy bitch? Crazy bitch. Yeah, that's the like same song. music for men banned from numerous DJI Fridays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> music for uncles. <laughs> <laughs> the bad uncles, not the cool uncle. This is bad uncle. This is evil. This is music the dark for the adult magic. guys still working at their college radio station. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, same guys. I got some fucking sick ass foes from that show. Hopefully they'll Hell be yeah. up by the time uh, this is up over at the artsstl.com. My Ash Nico foes are going to be up or they're already up. They've been yeah, up I was going to say, like they've week. been up Go for a while. Go check out. They're fucking sick. I'm photographing Ludo. Oh, what's he been doing after Labyrinth? But uh, <laughs> Wasn't joking, but. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> they were a band. <laughs> I don't know how that Walked there. right past Anyways, it. For people like, though, they were uh, one of many bands from St. Louis that had like one really big, like minor hit and then disappeared. Yeah. Uh, but they, uh, I think they all have like normal people jobs and they get back together once or twice a year and play a couple shows in St. Louis. And uh, so I got offered to, to shoot them Friday night and uh, I'm yeah. going to enjoy the fuck out of that. Awesome. Uh, and I don't know if I have anything else. Shooting Sexy Red on Monday. Do not know what the fuck to expect from that. Uh, apparently, she's pregnant now. Awesome. Which is which is hella St. Louis. Hood rat shit. Like, yeah. yo, I got a new job. Oh, yeah. no, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I'll be putting that uh, maternity leave to work. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, the, I, you, you'd be amazed how many young ladies I've known to get, get yeah. hired at a job. And all of a sudden, like, all oh, right, mate. Right. We know you've met women. Get on with it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Jason, what's yes. uh, so I'm sorry. I actually did not mean to like dismiss your entire bit. No, honestly. The, it's true. I do know women. Yeah. I, 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 I swear. I concede that fact. And therefore I must That's a really good like woke guy thing. <laughs> I swear. I swear I know women. Yeah, I think I know a few women. They do be shopping. Uh, so... <laughs> So my thing, oddly enough, we're talking about women, is uh, is a movie by Alec Garland. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Alec Garland, but he he directed uh, one of my favorite movies of all time, the adaptation of Jeff Vandermeer's Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so his latest uh, film is called Men, uh, and it's <sighs> uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly, and it is exactly what it sounds like. It's a movie about how men are terrible, but it's it's told in this way. It's it's ostensibly a horror movie. And it's a movie about a woman who kind of goes off to the English countryside to be alone after this tragedy happens. Uh, her her would-be ex-husband dies either by accident or by her hand. We're never really sure in the movie. And so she's kind of dealing with all her feelings and all that. But then she goes to this English countryside and starts to get harassed by... It starts as there's like one naked guy in this in in her yard... And then there's another one, and then she goes down to the you know, to the pub and is like, "Geez, there's you know this this naked guy who showed up," and and so the cops come and and they, they get the guy and they arrest him, but they can't hold him for anything, so they let, let him go. But all these men in this one town are played by the same guy, and it's very creepy and weird. There's like a priest and a cop and a and the landlord who's renting her this place that she's living in, and they're all they're all the same actor in different costumes with wigs and all this. And it's just, it's a very p- 
Paranoid Movie. And I love Paranoid Movies. I love movies that make you feel like, what is happening? This one definitely does that. There's an extended sequence at the end, and I'm not going to spoil too much, but I'm going to say there's an extended sequence at the end where it suddenly veers hard left into body horror for the last 10 minutes of the movie. And I'm still not really sure what to make of it. I liked it up until that point. Very tense movie. The last half of it is is just gross. Hmm. It gross in a good way, but it gross in a way that I like, kind of like Cronenberg style. But like it's still, it's unsettling. You know, in the pantheon of spooky movies, if you're looking for something a little surreal, a little gross, a little unsettling, give it up for Men by uh, Alec Garland. So, uh, well, have you seen any of his other stuff? I know you saw, probably saw Annihilation, right? I see Annihilation, yeah. Uh, I thought um, it was a kind of an uneven movie. Yeah. I liked the book. We read yes. it to each other during a, a tr- me and some friends read it to each other while we were tri- uh, driving through Wyoming mm. on a trip about three or four years ago, and Driving through Wyoming in the middle of the night, and all you can the only thing you can see is a road in front of you and little bits of snow falling down, and you're, you know, reading Annihilation. Yeah. <laughs> talking about weird bear monsters and shit. Oh, it was so great. The movie has some really interesting ideas. I think the bear human raccoon thing is one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen in the film. It's, it's okay. I, I yeah. hate it. Yeah. It, it changes enough about the novel to make it interesting, but it also changes enough to make me go, why, though? Speaking of why, though, <laughs> this is a part of the show where we tell people where to find us online. Ed, since you're our guest, why don't you go ahead and uh, start us off? Where can they find you on the old internet? You can find me at ec.substack.com or where's your ed.at. I just realized as I was saying that those both go to the same place, so yep. that's great. <laughs> you can also find me on Twitter at edzitron, blue sky, I'm just zitron.bsky.com. Big gov? I don't fucking know. What, <laughs> like, I actually I really don't know how to tell people what my blue sky is. It's I think very it's just annoying. like zitron.bsky.app, I think is what Dot app? Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's where to find me. All right. I'll, the person who is not me knows best, which Perfect. is actually, I don't mean that facetiously. I mean, like, actually, they do. Yeah. So yeah. listen to them, not me. I, I'm quite lost. <laughs> Brian, where can they find you on? Uh, yeah, if uh, folks want to send me some death threats, you can find me on Blue Sky Threads for some fucking reason. Instagram, <laughs> uh, Twitter, iShotGDBOR, I-S-H-O-T-G-U-Y-D-B-O-R-D. Uh, if you want to check out my photography portfolio, it's assholemusicphotographer.com. If you want to check out some foes with words, that's amusicphotographer.com. If you want to check out uh, the only uh, good media website left in St. Louis, it's the Arts stl.com i got some shit going up there soon uh we just had like 32 articles go live i think over the last like week or so which is pretty good because i think like a year or two ago it was like a third of that a week so uh it's growing it's a good deal yeah i think that's all i got what about you big j oh hey uh you can find me on twitter and blue sky at video crime b-i-d-e-o-c-r-i-m-e instagram threads yes i'm there and tiktok uh, as at laser goose ceo i also have a substack that is golfwolfmagazine.substack.com you can find the show itself for eight minutes dogs barking.com email us jason at four eight minutes dogs barking.com or brian with a y at four eight minutes dogs barking.com 
Give us a call, 314-246-9766. That's 314-AHOY-POO, if you like to spell with your telephone. And you can support the show, patreon.com slash 48minutesofdogs. Well, that about does for the program. Thank you so much, Ed, for hanging out with us for an extended uh, show. I know we said 48 minutes, but uh, it's been a little bit longer than that, so sorry about that. But uh, <laughs> well, what's, what's funny is uh, when my girlfriend asked what the show was called, I said 48 hours of dogs barking. So yeah, that's about right. That's about right. That yeah. is also not the name of the show. I'm really <laughs> nailing it as far as what things are and what they do and where they are. It's the good shit. That's how you know. My brain good, dude. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> well, uh, as we always say at this time, namaste and good luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good day.